is up and welcome to another episode of Docu Review. Hey, it's me, Kurt, as always, and I'd like to reintroduce my dad. Hey, excited to be here. Da- his name's Danny. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> back again. So today we've got a documentary about, uh, we're going to be discussing a documentary about Blue Zones. All right, so dad, what is a Blue Zone? All right, a blue zone is there was like um, five blue zones that are the places that has the highest concentration of centenarians in the world. Okay, describe centenarian. Centenarian are people who live to be over 100 years old. Yeah, especially if you watch this documentary, you're going to have to realize, or you're going to have to accept that you're going to hear that name like a thousand times. <laughs> they said over and over and over. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, people who live to be 100 years old. So that's what this is about, just talking about how to get there, how to become one of these people. Uh, so uh, before we start this documentary, we watched it on Netflix, and I believe that's the only place it's on is yeah, Netflix. I think so. so if you want to watch it, that's one thing uh, we need to re- I need to remember of, uh, to tell you guys, if you want to watch this, of where to find these things. Yeah, but this one was on Netflix, so if you want to watch it, you got to go there. So let me ask you before we actually start. Uh, and again, do you ever think about your own death? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, I, I've, you know, that's kind of a goal, isn't it? To always like live to be a hundred years old. Yeah. I, you know, do you? I, I never thought I was going to live to be that old. I never <laughs> thought I was going to live to be 30, honestly. Like I never like ma- imagined life after 30, especially my twenties and my early teens or my late teens. I don't know. Um, yeah, for me, I, I think it's kind of always been, it's, it's always been a goal other than, you know, you don't want to be like just existing, you know, fairly, yeah. fairly healthy. And, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I think this documentary, w- one thing that it showcases these people is that they're not just living, they're like thriving. A lot of these, a lot right. of these hundred year old people right. are thriving at a yeah. hundred. So it's not like they're just laying down and, and that's it. Right. Um, so let me ask you this. Have you ever thought about things you can do to prolong your life? Sure. Uh, the things that, I mean, the thing that I, I don't know if I really say, well, I'm going to do this to prolong my life, but I want to do this to be healthier today, which is going to prolong my life. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think to think about prolonging your life is easy, but actually doing it is where, <laughs> you, you know, like some of the stuff right. he talks about actually yeah. doing it. That's where the rubber meets the road, yep, you know? exactly. <laughs> All right, so going into the documentary, of course, every documentary has, like, the thing to catch you within, like, the first, like, 10 minutes or, or maybe not even that, maybe, like, the first five minutes. It's just, like, a you know, a bunch of scenes that, like, try to catch your information, give you some facts, and, like, really want you to stick with the documentary. So this one, one of the things I, I caught and I felt that was interesting was two-thirds of people will die of an avoidable disease. Mm. Now, I don't know what they call avoidable diseases, <laughs> yeah. but, but still, that's pretty crazy to me. Right, right. Two-thirds of, you know, two-thirds of people will die of a avoidable, maybe like diabetes is avoidable, avoidable. maybe they'll say that. But right, right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it did, he did say, though, that, um, that life expectancy in America is dropping, which I didn't realize that. I thought, is that sad? <laughs> I, thought, that sad? I thought it was going the other way. I mean, with the health care and... and um, medicines that we have i thought it was going the other direction but right at the end of this little sequence the first sequence and what does he say at the end of that sequence yeah he says that and and this is and 
it really made me think about it. He said that really um, change comes by living longer, by not trying to prevent death, but learning how to live longer. And I think that's one of the things when I said that, you know, when it comes to healthcare and medicines and all that, that's like things that's trying to prevent death, but actually how you uh, live longer is, is learning how to live better. Like that. So the first blue zone, first of all, I'll say this. This was a series, so it's not right. like, so that we may have to split this up in a couple episodes, just depending on how long it goes. But um, yeah, so this is a series. So, and then in each episode, they kind of looked at either one or a couple of these blue zones that had, these, had just a, a big amount of people who were over 100 or just lived really, really long. And the first place that, that they decided to show was Okinawa, Japan. Okay, if you don't know, Okinawa is an island. Japan is an island. <laughs> Okinawa is an island in, in south of Japan. So it's still attached, you know, attached uh, to the the uh, government of Japan or whatever. But it's yeah, it's part of Japan. Um, and actually said that it has the longest living people in history. Yeah, I think so. Like co- collectively, the longest right. living people in history. But right. That's that's pretty crazy. That's that's cool too. Um, now they they kind of started out with a a lady who was uh, a centenarian herself. I can't remember her exact age. Do you remember? I don't. I thought she was a she was like a hundred, wasn't she? Yeah, I think she was. She was around a hundred. I mean, every one of these people we're going to talk about is around a hundred, but um, I didn't write down the exact age. But um, the thing that struck me most about her in that first scene was, uh, you know, she they asked her like, "What is the goal to living long?" And this right. is what she said. Always have fun. Don't get angry. Uh, have fun with everything. Have fun, have fun with everyone. Make everyone happy. And she's like, me, I don't get angry. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, you, usually when you think about living longer, what's the first, probably the first two things you think about? Diet and exercise. Yeah. That's probably the first two things. And, uh, and find that probably with, with most places that he went, it was like, it was this outlook that you have of, of having a, having a positive outlook and, and loving people and, and that kind of, uh, that kind of thing. He said that, um, in the U S the number of centenarians per hundred thousand is 20 and in Okinawa it's 80 per hundred thousand. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> that is, that's, that's, that's crazy. huge. <laughs> But he, he ended up going into their diet. Like, what, what kind of makes their diet different than, uh, than what, you know, like here at the U.S. eat or just anywhere else? And they eat these weird uh, purple sweet potatoes. Yeah. Said that 67% of their diet <laughs> consisted of purple sweet potatoes. And I'm like, 67%? That is pretty- That'd be like you're eating purple sweet potatoes every day. <laughs> day no that's like that's not even like every day that's like two times a day (laughs) every day (laughs) i I wanted to try them yeah oh i do too and and so he thought oh that's it you know if they're eating if they're living this long and they're eating this this sweet potato then that must be the key and he did look into it and and they are certainly good for you fiber and yeah nutrition and but um but there's more to it than he said they had like antioxidants that like blueberries have, which you know right. anything that has that like color, like even like the black beans, like black black beans, right? If they have that that certain pigment, natural pigment, I think they have like that certain antioxidants like blueberries have and stuff. 
But you said that, the, the, so they are like semi healthy, but they still are carbs and stuff. Yes. Um, but yeah, he said they do have natural fiber. Um, but you know, the thing about it is too, that a lot of them, it seemed like a lot of them get those out of their gardens. Right, right. It, everybody grows. Everybody has a garden. Right. And, of course, the climate there is it, Yeah, it's, awesome. like, so nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, okay, here's another question about, about the food they eat. Have you ever had tofu? I have never had tofu. <laughs> and that was one of the big things. You know, it was like, eat, eat red or eat purple sweet potatoes and tofu. Oh, my goodness. I mean, <laughs> if you didn't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> it's nasty looking. <laughs> Tofu, tofu is like the equivalent of, like you made slime. Yes, yes. <laughs> you made slime and just cut it into cubes. Yep. And like eat this. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know. It's nasty it's just, looking. It's, it's just soybean. It's just <laughs> yes. you just, just mash up some soybeans together and. Yeah, and uh, I mean, people say it's good because you can just make it whatever flavor you want. Yeah. So, like, you want to eat this thing that's flavorless. Have you saw the tofu turkeys? The tofu turkeys? <laughs> they take, a tur- <laughs> they take a oh, tofu no. and they form it in like a turkey. and <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure it tastes just like it. Yeah. I can't believe it's not turkey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but that's one of the things that, and, and this is just the first first place, but not a lot of meat. In, yeah, in their it's diets. True. Yeah. It's true. Uh, yeah, very, very, very little meat. Also, you know, he had like a chart and things, but it said that they usually stick to about 2,000 calories a day. Right. And that's what, you know, the normal American should be doing. But, uh, but here's the difference between their, the difference between their diet and our diet would be that they're eating a lot of these, you know, like the tofu and the sweet potatoes, and they're also eating like, you know, lettuce from the garden and things like that. Um, very, very natural, but they're also eating low calorie content, but high amounts. They, they would still right. be eating the they're same amount. They're eating a amounts. lot of food. It's just 2,000 calories. Right. And they also had the saying, did you write this down? The saying that they had? Yes. About the uh, 80%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to try it? <laughs> oh, well, I, I don't know that. I don't know how oh, to you say don't know. the it's saying. A, no. It's a harahachi, harahachi boo or something like that. Harahachi boo. <laughs> and it, it just means like, stop when you're 80% full. Right. I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that yeah. a lot. I thought it was really good. Like, uh, it's just a, a good thing to go by. Whenever you feel 80% full, you just, just stop. stop. Yeah, and they say they say it before like all their meals. That's perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. But you can you know like maybe in some circumstances because eventually they'll talk about like World War Two. They maybe not have had they maybe have not had that food whenever they needed it. Right. And so like you know doing saying this doing this it may be out of necessity at times. You right. Know, like may not have been keep from getting fat it may have been you know we (laughs) need some more food (laughs) yeah right right we got to ration a little right right he said that um that you know the u.s recommends 2,000 calories per day but probably actually eats 3,600 calories it is really insane uh i I I was watching that eating a bowl of ice cream Now, there was something that, that he said. Of course, he, he, he always compares everything to the U.S., which I understand. But he said in the 70s that food production, um, that actually before the 70s, food production uh, was in the United States was about equal to around 2,000 calories per day per person. 
he said, but then in the 70s, uh, food production, um, the way that they produce crops, you know, the technology and all increased to 4,000 calories per day. And that they had this excess of food that um, they had to get rid of. Now, this is what he said. Now, I don't know mm-hmm. if whether you believe this mm-hmm. or not or whatever. Yeah. But it said, well, this is the reason why they increased portion sizes. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't what, know. What, what do you think about that? I don't know. I mean, I can't believe all of that. I don't, I don't think. I mean, I just think people, I, I, I personally think it's, if it didn't taste good, People wouldn't eat it. Right. It's not just that it's available. It's that like, you know, I, I think it's more along the lines of may, maybe another podcast we did with my, with my brother, but, uh, he, you know, talking about like they have the options and then everything is just jam packed with sugar. Right. And, you know, it just tastes good. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you eat it if it didn't taste good? I mean, you're going to get hungry, but what are you going to, you know, a lot of people just get some chips or something, you know? Right. Or, or I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, if you're, if you're, farming and and all of a sudden there's an you know a, a surplus of one certain kind of crop and and so therefore the price goes down that you get for it you just stop growing it oh yeah you grow something get, else that you can get more money for yeah you i know? get what you're saying yeah where, where i live that happens all the time sure. so so all the farmers are always looking for you know whatever crop they need to they need to grow to make more money right so right. like some people have switched from you know like either growing soybeans or you know cotton Right. To they went to some people went to peanuts, yeah. Some people went to the went to you know popcorn because because mm-hmm. we had a supplier that would buy popcorn around. Right. You know, it just it just depends on what's going to make them the most money with what you know field they have. Yeah, I just don't I just don't see it as and maybe we're getting off subject, but I I, I just <laughs> yeah. don't see it as as um it's like oh we got this surplus of food we got to figure out ways to get everybody yeah. to eat more of this food I'm not you. sure that's it's like a supply and demand yeah. is more supply and demand yeah. I mean you, you know you never know it, it could be it could be a mixture of both right but yeah right so back to Japan <laughs> <laughs> you know uh one thing I found interesting was that as parts of Okinawa had urbanized the age was going down. Yes. The average age was going yes. down. So, you know, they'd have more fast food and more, I mean, it would just become a more urban place, but then the, the life expectancy would actually go down. And again, that's counterintuitive to what we probably think because we, we think, you know, more machines, easier living, and, uh, you know, more medicine, access to medicine, but that might not always be the case. Yeah. Um, he, this was, um, how do I say this? this he done this around the the two around two thousand, and um, and he was doing the documentary like twenty years later, and so he's looking at the change then that took place in those twenty years. Or it took him a few years to do this because he traveled yeah. around the world to, to but, do the research. Is what yeah, you're talking about? Yeah, right. the initial research. Right. Yeah. And then the documentary was done later on, twenty years later. You know, yeah, several yeah, yeah. years later, and. Um, so yeah, he's he's seen then that that change that happened in uh, Okinawa that um, that and and it interviewed some people there that you know their kids doesn't really care for sweet potatoes in there you know, <laughs> yeah right they got yes. some, <laughs> they, they had some prepackaged food and some things yeah. and, and then and then you've seen them you know the the uh, le- a lot less centenarians and and um, in this area so. You know, it's hard. It's hard to know, though, when you ask the question, why are these people living to be over 100 and healthy? Um, 
It's hard to know what the answer is, really. Sure. I mean, you can't really pin it down because it could be multiple things or yeah, a mixture. Know. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then and then uh, he goes through and talks to uh, some people who are a hundred in in Japan. And let me tell you, one of those ladies he talked to, she was cut. She showed her. Mu- she, <laughs> yeah, do you remember right. that? She showed her muscles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was pretty cut. <laughs> but but one of the reasons why you know like they these these people are you know like she's cut and everything because she still gardens right and one one thing i thought was so interesting was that they didn't have furniture right right you know, or, or like the, the furniture floor. yeah the, the furniture was just like a table mm-hmm. that was on the floor right and uh yeah can you imagine getting up all that i yeah, mean he said there was uh, this one lady that was 103 years old and she probably gets up out of the floor 30 times a day yeah, that's probably that's pretty wild <laughs> yeah what what 100 year old do you know does that yeah, that's right <laughs> but also that's that's definitely a uh, disadvantage of having a belly <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> it's harder to get up. <laughs> yeah yeah that, and the thing that um but the thing i guess there was some exercise going on with with these age group basically he was talking to people probably what 70 to 100 i'd say yeah and um and yeah there was you know they did some exercise but most exercise is is just living yeah just gardening just like you said getting up and down off the floor down the floor and and just um you know walking lots of walking because in in all most all of these places that he visited um were pretty um uh, what do you call it? I mean, uh, rule, but but yeah. also they 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 just didn't have vehicles, right? They didn't right. they didn't have vehicles at all, and everything was compact to where they could get to where they wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm thinking of the place in Italy, which we'll get there, but but right. like everything was just so close, it was right. just a walk away. Yeah, and uh, just um, just being uh, families were living together. Older was living with younger or at least spending lots of time together, which yeah. makes, um, makes a big difference. It's said in there that loneliness can take 15 years from your life. Yeah. That's pretty Whoa. wild, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Loneliness. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that strikes big with, with the United States and, may, and maybe this, we will get into this a little bit later, uh, probably with the, uh, like the later episodes, but, um, uh, but you know, one of the things they they valued there was this mo- moai moai I believe yeah. they called it. It's a friend group. Right. And it was basically they said it was like also a financial arrangement and a friend group. And I thought, man, how how perfect is that? Just to be like, okay, we're bros. You know, right. like we're we're going to take care of each other. Right. And you know, we're friends, and we're going to hang out. We're going to mm-hmm. play music mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I was like, that man, that's awesome. Right. Okay, kind of the last thing that they they talked about in this was was something called a I think it's a icky guy or icky guy, and uh, it was basically like your purpose. Like these mm-hmm. guys, they called it icky guy or icky guy, yeah, and and they they said it is the 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 older person or just a person in general your purpose, and that was that was something specific to Okinawa. Like, what is your icky guy? So let me ask you: Do you have an icky guy? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Faith, family, I mean, is that what he's he's saying, or is... yeah, I think so. You know, and, and he was they were talking about like, uh, you know, like a, a hobby or something. But yeah. but I th- I think that you know, like you're you're still young and en- young enough, <laughs> but you're still young enough. You're putting in time with your grandkids and, right. and putting in in time with that. Yeah, I think that faith and family, and of course, you know, you spend a lot of time on faith and stuff. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like 
like what is your purpose kind of thing right or, or like what, what are you doing with your time but right. i again for to be 100 years old i think that's important because we see it all the time where we you know around here is that people go and retire and then the next year they die right it's so sad but it happens and it's i don't it know does. it happens it happens a lot uh, death rate goes up um yeah after retirement. retirement it does for sure yeah <clears throat> all right and then the next place we visit and uh can you remember if this is i think it was the next episode i yes. think this is started the new yeah. episode it is a uh, sardinia sardinia italy italy yeah so uh sardinia is uh in the mountains and that that's what was what kind of drew this guy was that there was a study and and this other person who was doing research was saying that uh they thought it was the mountains that was making people live longer or the elevation right that was making people live longer uh but do you remember what they found out well um they found that um that uh um even the or, or, or even the area. I mean, thought it was elevation, but, you know, even like the area, the culture. But the people in the valley wasn't living as long as the people in the mountains. Yeah. As well. Yeah. But, but um, and I don't know, maybe I'm putting the cart before the horse, but, but it's just the steepness of, mm-hmm. of the area because, <laughs> again, it's not, like you're, it's not like you're going out and trying to do exercise, but if you're going to go anywhere, you're yeah. walking up a mountain. Yeah. And so you're, you know, that's just a... It's just a constant uh, aerobic type exercise. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and it's probably something that they don't even realize. Because if, right. if we would have to walk up a hill, I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's this hill. And they're just like, I have to go to the store <laughs> or, right. or, you know, whatever. They're going to have to go to church. Well, it's up the hill. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And it's just, it, it is what it is. It's how it's been their whole life. Yes. The one lady, I don't know how old she was, but she was getting on up there in nineties at least. And, and he asked her, he said, uh, do you go to church? And she said, and, and of course it's, it's Italy. It's very Catholic. And she said, um, she said, yes. And she said she goes every day. And he said, the reason why I ask you, he said, I know where you live and I know where the church is <laughs> yeah. and it's straight uphill from your house. <laughs> yeah. So, she, right. and she said, yes, but I don't get there very quickly or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but, right. But Make she, it a joke. You know, she has to walk uphill. Yeah. But it's, you know, she don't look at it as going out and getting aerobic exercise. She's yeah. going to church. Yeah. She's just doing what she does. Yeah. yeah for sure. Um, and a part, part of this, they think the community is, kind of isolated out of necessity. Right. Um, isolated. That was the word I was looking for. <laughs> isolated. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of isolated a little bit out of necessity because uh, I believe they said they were like a group of warriors and stuff. And, and then yeah. like they, they just like anybody, newcomers that would come around, they would just be like, get out of here right. kind of thing. So they were kind of isolated. And I don't know, I think that kind of played into a lot of these. A lot of these places are isolated. Yes, yes, most are, of them are. Are pretty isolated. Of course, right. Okinawa is, a, is an island. <laughs> you right. know, right. What other, however isolated did you get, however more isolated can you get. And they also said that their, um, most of their houses is like three and four stories high. Yeah, right. You're always <laughs> so going up steps. Do the steps. It's not like you're doing the um, step yeah. climber, you know, at the gym. It's, you're going up to your house. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. But also their diet. Yeah. They, they still eat a lot of carbs. And, and yeah. if you're going up hills, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to need that energy. energy. You're going to yeah. need some energy. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to need some carbs. But also those carbs have fiber in it. So, the, you know, they were talking about bread. <clears throat> they eat a lot of bread and pasta, but it still is more natural than what we get. Right. Less processed. So it still right. has some of that fiber in it. That's Lots helpful of, for digestion. 
Lots of, well, I'm just going to say lots of whole grains. Yeah, whole um, grains. Yeah. Not that processed, you know, like you said, yeah. stuff. That, and um, soups, vegetable soups. Yeah. Those kind of things. Of course, it's that Mediterranean, yeah. you know, diet that everybody talks about. I couldn't get down with that just soup stuff. <laughs> like like whatever in the garden, just put it in the, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I could get down with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. I, I mean, if you grew up with it, I'm sure it's one thing, but right. dang. Um. You know something else that they talked about with this is that the the a lot of the males who were here, um, and that were centenarians or whatever they they were had you know a similar profession and that they were shepherds. Right. Uh, I thought that was that was kind of funny too, but not necessarily that they're shepherds, but that the the you know what they talked about afterwards about their job. And it was the stress portion. Right. So not that being a shepherd isn't stressful, because at times it is stressful. But again, the thing I thought was more, was the most, you know, craziest was that the stress that they have at their job, they can solve. Hmm. Do you remember, yeah. hear, do you remember yeah. hearing that? Yeah. You know, I, I just think about like, how, how much stuff do we worry about that we can't even do nothing about? We can't <laughs> do anything about. Right. And these guys, you know, like, you, you lost a goat. Well, let's go find the goat <laughs> yeah. or, or the goat's yeah. sick. Let's give it some medicine or, yeah. or, you know, like whatever it is, they can pretty much alleviate the stress. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. They said in the U S that, uh, there is one male centenarian to five female and in Sardinia. It's one to one. Yeah. It's pretty wild. <laughs> so, so for some reason, like you said, for some reason, the, um, the, the males are living longer. And, um, and it has a lot to, they said that, you know, they're, they work hard, but a lot of times they do, they go to work in the mornings, do their stuff that they need to do in the mornings. And then in the afternoons they go and, um, they mingle, they relax with, you know, they, yeah. with people and, and, so, um, yeah, regardless, they know how to unwind. Right. Yeah. Regardless if they had a tough day or not, they're right. going to have fun at the end of the day. So it's, it's all good. Right. Um, do you think stress is, I think, I'll say this and then I'll ask you, I think stress is valued in the United States. Yeah, you know, I mean, in, in a way, I think you're right. It's like you're not really, you're not really working at your job unless you really feel that stress. You're not you know, really, you know, it's, 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 uh, it is kind of in a way. And, and, and they were talking about in there in Sardinia that, that they don't, don't necessarily work long hours. And, yeah. and in our, um, in our culture, if you're not putting in the long hours <laughs> yeah. and, you know, you that, in that work culture, you know, that's yeah. the way it is. They said an interesting thing <clears throat> that, uh, well, they said that about chronic stress and that um, chronic stress is, um, I don't know, how would you describe stress to chronic stress, I guess? It's just, it's well, just more yeah, chronic. It's, it's, just, it's just that you live with it. Like it's yeah. stress that you live with. Yeah. That, that's how I would view it. Is said that, the, the world views themselves, uh, 35% of the world views themselves of experiencing chronic stress. 55% of the U.S. views themselves of dealing with chronic crazy. stress. And I thought it was an interesting, which I, you know, I just take their word for this. They said that, that whenever you um, experience chronic stress, your body automatically releases inflammation. Yeah. And inflammation is one of those things that's in balance. It's a, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Now what they said is that if you were, um, 
if you were wounded in mm-hmm. some way, of course you're wounded. It's chronic stress. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But, a little bit. But then because of that, it um, you know you you won't like if you're wounded, you won't bleed out as fast because of the inflammation, or you can, you know, it helps your joints. And you know if you're sure. wounded like that, and but um, but we have a way of creating chronic stress without that kind of situation. And and then. And, and, and I, I don't know, let me ask you this. Have you ever been through times where you felt like you've really been stressed out and the next day you feel achy? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I've had, you know, some college classes and things. And, and you know, that sounds dumb. But, like, in, in college, I feel like I kind of beat stress. <laughs> but, like, I would just get so stressed out, so stressed out. And then, like, one day I just, like, you know what? Tomorrow the sun's going to come up. <laughs> yeah. You know, like regardless yeah. if I fail this or not, and that's probably probably what it was worse for me. But you know, <laughs> I just kind of realized that this is not the end of the world, even mm-hmm. though it might seem like the end of the world right now. But like I remember times when I would just be like, you know, well, well, looking back, I was having panic attacks. I just didn't realize that at the time. But you know, like got out of breath and stuff. And of course, like after that, you're just like exhausted. Yeah, you're just really exhausted. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it can do crazy things. I mean, I've I've had days where it's just stressful all day long. Like, you know, just part of work, just stressful all day long. And those right. days are, are, you know, worse than working out. Right. You're just sitting there like, right. I don't want to do anything. I just want to order order something, you know, order something to eat and then go home and yeah. and just sit down. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of had those days where, like I said, you know, my, my bones ache. It feels like, you know, yeah, my joints right. ache. And, I, and it's probably, that's what it is. It releases that inflammation. And, oh, yeah. And your body has to get rid of that. It says that, um, <clears throat> again, a lot of these things that are in these zones that are very similar. And one of the things is family. Um, family and faith, um, was faith was one thing we didn't talk about at Okinawa, but it's, it was there as well. But, um, uh, being with each other, there's no, they looked around and he said, there's no nursing homes around here. Yeah. That's wild. And he's, the, the families take care of their, their older people and, and, um, well, I hate to tell you that. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not happening here. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, but yeah, the, I, I, that is pretty crazy, though. Like, yeah. uh, honestly, it's a better way to live. Yeah, I think it it's, a, it's a better way it to know that, like, just to know that your kids are going to take care of you, regardless, uh, mm-hmm. or, or know that the, the community is going to take care of you. Um, imagine, like, again, looking at the stress thing. Imagine how unstressful that is just to know that you're going to be taken care of or that, you know, if, if you do get in a situation, your family's just going to be there. Yeah. And again, I think that's what attributes to a lot of the loneliness in the United States. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I do have a question though about, um, these places that are, that are isolated, um, for these places to remain safe. And if you're in an isolated place and you're living let's just say the good life you know like we're saying there mm-hmm. um you know somebody is protecting you somebody is keeping the uh you know you got first responders out there you got you know your police you got your which are high stress jobs sure and um we can't take that you know you don't understand what i'm saying yeah. they're able to live their isolated stress-free life oh. because some people are have got the stress in their life because yeah. it right. it's allowing it to happen 
Yeah, you does that makes sense. Yeah, you know, that, that makes sense. And I, I, I think that uh, maybe some of this, some of some of that, would still come from the uh, the idea of them being self sufficient. They're right. still living that self sufficient life, even though. You know, like previously, it would probably be the people in the village that would, you know, take up arms if something, you right. know, somebody attacked or something, right. or, you know, be like a local doctor or something. But now, since everything's more non individualized, I guess you right. could say. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, <laughs> you're right. Like, are, are, they, are they kind of benefiting? Right. I don't know. Yeah, just it, is inter- it is. It is interesting thought. thought. Yeah, I yeah. didn't even think about that. Like, yeah. even though, the, the, yeah, they they probably if, if something bad did happen, they would still probably call the police from somewhere, right? Somewhere close, right? Yeah, I don't know. That's, it, is yeah. Good, it is a good point. But uh, the stress costs. Uh, it's not stress on them. It's stress on somebody else. Right. Right. Stress tax. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we go to the good old U.S. <laughs> That's right. That's Travel right. to the U.S. of A. <laughs> Uh, to uh, it, although it is in California. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we still get back to the U.S. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I mean, you know, like I said, we've been talking about isolation in these places that, and also, you know, when you think, of course, I'm sure it's nice there in California, Southern California too. But, but uh, um, you know, these the the area that that these previous blue zones mm-hmm. is in is, you know, that's nice. Yeah, you know, it's the men. He decided, you know, what about the United States? Right. And I was thinking, you know, maybe maybe somewhere like, you know, again, isolation, maybe the mountains in Colorado or Montana yeah. or somewhere like that. But um, of all places, it was Loma Linda, California. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if you look at the map, if you look at the map of these blue zones, because, uh, you know, they, they showed the map on the documentary. That's why I'm saying it. If you look at the map, nothing's too far north. Nothing's too far south. It's always kind of like right in this middle (laughs) zone, you know, where it's really nice weather all year round. Like you can do a garden all year round. Yep. Yep. Uh, But but yeah, and and this is no different, you know, right? No, no snow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's (laughs) living long in snow, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But but this Loma Loma Linda is a uh, (laughs) is a I, I guess the town was founded. By Seventh Day Adventist, right? Or if right. they weren't, they were eventually taken over by. Yeah. It. I well, mean, I, I think I think it was founded by Seventh Day Adventist because they said the first thing they built was a church and a hospital. That's kind of funny, though. I yeah. mean, two important things. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because uh, health is part of their faith. It certainly ties in very strongly with their faith. Yes. Yeah, and uh, you know, in, in the documentary, they had uh, somebody playing pickleball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. The, the craze taken over. Yes, it is. Uh, but yeah, and she was like 80, wasn't she? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and that is true. Like some of the proof in these... Uh, the proof in these communities, they actually show you these old people that are like... Act, you know, I don't I'll call them old, but they're these older people that are active in doing stuff. I mean... Oh, yeah. It says that um, the Adventists, uh, the men live 7.3 years longer and women live 4.4 years longer. <laughs> I mean, and again, you know, if you want to talk, um, again, it's, it's life. It's not just, it's not just diet and exercise, but, um, it's very common. Vegetarian lifestyle is very common in, in, in the Adventist church. Yeah. Again, I just don't, like I said, like 5% meat. 
or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I just don't know. I, I know, just don't I know if I could do that. Five percent yeah. meat. It uh, again, it's it's not so much. I guess you know they had. I mean, this is the United States, so it's a little different. But they had, you know, where they're going into places where there's where they swim and you know, and like you said, mm-hmm. they're playing on pickleball courts. But it's it's still not so much going to the gym and and exercising. It's yeah. it's it's spending time with people and doing active things yeah. with people. Yeah, yeah, community, community, community. Right, right. But yeah, like uh, <laughs> I did think I think it's a funny word noting, but like that one of the people who founded Seventh Day Adventist said like she got like a uh, a vision from God saying that people need to have a balanced diet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like eat certain foods. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of funny. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so you know. In with that community thing, and uh, you know, one thing that they do is they recognize the the Sabbath, right? Yes. So basically, a day of yes. rest. And so, what do you think about their Sabbath? What? Yeah, I mean, it's it's um, they recognize the Sabbath much like um, the Old Testament does. Um, yeah, it's um, that's when they have that's when they have their services on Saturday, and um, and that's it's from. Um, uh, sunset Friday, <clears throat> excuse me, it's some sunset um, Friday till uh, sunset Saturday. And uh, they pretty much just, like I said, they, they do have their um, services on Friday. And and they pretty much, um, like I said, I, it's it's different, different yeah. places, different areas. Yeah. But but they, um, they observe it much like the Jewish community does. Right. You know... <laughs> You know, I'm I'm probably too locked into the whole, you know, United States hustle and bustle and like all that, mm-hmm. and you know, technology and everything. I kind of liked it though. Yeah, I kind yeah. of liked it. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think I could ever do it, but I do kind of like the idea of just taking this and just recognizing that away from everything. Just yeah. taking the time. What you know, she said she would go to like choir practice or something. Right. right. You know, what an amazing thing to do would be. You know, just spending time. Uh, with family or, right. you know, whatever, and, and not, you know, locked into something else, you know, locked into work. Right. It's whatever. huge. And it's, it's huge. in and I know it sounds funny, but it's huge in ministry, especially right now, because there's so many burnouts and stuff with pastors and all, but they'll, you know, they'll say, take a Sabbath, whether it's Saturday or not, but you know, one day a week that you just unplug from everything, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's Huge, very popular advice in ministry right now. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and uh, and the part of the Seventh Day Adventist. Well, or they said that research has shown that being a part of something faith based, right, will add seven years to your yeah. life. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Huh? That is pretty crazy too. <laughs> uh, I mean, pretty valuable, and you'll get a lot of this community stuff. You know, hopefully, yeah. knock away some of this loneliness with with being a part of this faith, faith based organization. Um, interesting, um, that, uh, because so much vegetarian diet and things going on with this, um, with this population, of course, supply and demand, it changed, changed the grocery stores. Uh, A lot of the grocery (laughs) stores uh, are, you know, they have these big bins of, of just, um, uh, grains and, you know, Mm -hmm. whole, whole grain stuff and plant-based stuff. And, and um and it says uh <clears throat> that Adventists um are living in living longer and twenty pounds lighter. 
than most people. <laughs> That's really crazy. Uh, yeah. I, I think more options like that would be awesome, but yeah, I, I just don't know if grocery stores around here could sustain like having more like nut options yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. But. It's, I mean, it's that, it's that mentality that has to change. All right, y'all. So we, we decided to go ahead and stop the, stop the discussion for today. We're going to pick it up in another episode uh, just because we don't want to get have this one go too long. But I appreciate everybody for listening. Hopefully you, you tune in. It may be next week. It may be the week after. But, you'll be, but be on the lookout for this uh, second portion of, of this discussion. But anyway, thanks again for, for hanging out and listening. And y'all have a good one.